0: What's going on? We're live here on the Raiders Report, and I don't know about you. Walking into work on a Monday after a Raiders victory is nice. But walking into work after a Raiders victory and the Chiefs, Chargers, and Broncos all taking an L oh, man, does it hit different? Shout out to everyone in the building and I don't know about y'all, I'm still riding my high from last night. Let's get some JWBs because the Raiders did just win, baby. And you know what? Let's welcome in Jeremy Chugs. What up, Chugs?
1: Easy
0: Easy like a Monday morning. I feel so good right now, man. I still can't believe it. Woke up this morning.
1: Imagine if you were a Darren Waller Giants fan.
0: (laughs) It could be be worse. It could be worse. All right, man, we got over 400 people in the building. And coming up here on today's show is we're going to be looking at some of the winners and losers from the Raiders 17 to 16 win over the Denver Broncos. I'm also going to look ahead at the five burning questions as we're getting ready to now look forward to week two up against the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo does play tonight. So I'm telling y'all, make sure you're watching that Jets-Bills game to get a little bit of an inside scoop. And then we're also going to be breaking down a lot of questions and comments from the nation. But holy shit, does that look good. AFC West standings. Take a screenshot. Post that on Instagram. Post Uh, that on Twitter. Tag Jeremy and I. It
1: feels good when it hits the lips.
0: Yeah, I'm telling you what, right now, I think I had, this is going to sound weird, too much hit my lips last night. Uh, I I got home. a little bit rocky and roly. Alex is like, "Looks like you had a good time. The Raiders won." I was like, "Yeah, you can blame Brandon Jasper for that." So
1: Said I'm easy. Oh.
0: What a night, man. What an absolute night. I want to know though, how happy are you waking up with the Raiders number 1 in the AFC West? Scale it from 1 to 100. We'll be giving some shout-outs where, here where on at? the show. Ah, uh, 100. It's, it's just it's, if if anybody doesn't type 100, you're probably not a Raiders no, fan. Oh, ra- Raider ra- Nation,
1: Leonard. 95? He said 95,
0: 95, 110. We got 100. What up, Mickey What up, Lorenzo? I got Chavez Surf Life 513 in the building. Nick McBride super chat rolling in from Mickey Camacho. What up, Miggy? Cheers, Mitch and Chugs. Great morning here in Denver. Denver. <laughs> it's raining donkey tears.
1: Uh, great mo- morning here in Denver.
0: Denver. As y'all can uh, tell, I might still be feeling a little bit of that fireball y'all hit me with yesterday. But hey. He,
1: he's feeling it. I, he's I, feeling I,
0: it. Is there a better place to live right now for a Raiders fan than Denver, Colorado?
1: I mean, you're just everyone's daddy.
0: You're just walking around right now, I would just be wearing all Raiders stuff. <laughs> And nobody's going to mess with Miggy. Oh, I mean, like, good. let's be real here. And
1: I want to thank everybody who rocked and rolled with us yesterday. Big, Great big live stream.
0: Bro, but, we had over 170,000 people joined oh, us yesterday. It was
1: great. It was great. But we have some special Ooh. announcement, a special news item to start off today's show. And this
0: is a big one.
1: We have a brand new sponsor on today's show. We do. Shout out to Game Time. I want everybody to show love to our brand new sponsor. Because they'll be watching this video. They're in the chat right now. They're looking. Everybody spam GT down below to welcome Game Time onto the Raiders report. Shout out to Game Time.
0: Get those GTs in the comments. I mean, we've been doing this show for a long time. I actually just celebrated my six-year anniversary here at Chat Sports, which is a mind-blowing thing. And when you think about how far a channel has come, uh, having a sponsor like Game Time really is a big pat on the back, not only to what – we've done here at the Raiders board it's also a big salute and a big pat on the back to you guys too because Raider Nation is family and we don't get to this point we don't get a sponsor like game time if it's not for having the best damn fans in all the sports and I'm hoping that we don't ever have to do what the freaking Chargers did because they don't even have real fans they got to put AI people <laughs> in the, the stands AI
1: fans going hey Nick
0: Abel Eric <clears throat> M let's get Tyrene, those GTs going man
1: Paul Big Island all welcoming all welcoming in game time Senior Steve, Jose Molina, Franco Raider, all welcoming in game time. And Mitch, why don't we tell them a little bit more about game
0: Dude, time? Dude, I'm super happy that you asked me to do that, which is always funny to me. I think sometimes the sponsor can be totally full circle. For those that don't know, Jeremy and I, we went to go tailgate for the Raiders and Cowboys game, and I bought... My fiance, Alex, her dad tickets to that game. And I always tell people, you know, I can guarantee you that your father-in-law is going to have a good time at the game. I I can't guarantee you if he's going to like you or not. But I was really happy because I was able to get these tickets off of game time. And I know anybody out there that if you're planning on going to an event or maybe trying to impress your future father-in-law, I'll always recommend game time. So Nation, create an account and redeem code RaidersChat for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Forget about planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and much more. Personally, for me, Jeremy, I think when you're planning on going to a place like Las Vegas, like I don't know about you, you go to Las Vegas and there's so much to do. And GameTime is the perfect app to have because... We can go to a Raiders game. We can go to a comedy club. So if you plan on going to Vegas and, I mean, if you're kind of like a last-minute planner like me, having an app like oh. Game Time to get that last-minute ticket deals, it's a it game-changer. It's
1: the best. I mean, because you think you go to Vegas, you're going there for multiple days. Usually you're there for one event. Right. Me and my fiancé went there for an Adele concert a month ago, but we went a couple days in advance because hey, it's Vegas, right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't want to play at something, and then something pops up, and I'm like, "Ah, crap, i got to go to something else.
1: The day before, we're kind of chilling in the hotel. We're like, what should we do? Yeah. I pull up my game time app. I'm going down. AGT winner, Shin Lim, one of the best magicians in Vegas. Tickets were on sale for that night. Snag two tickets. Let's say uh, she was a pretty happy camper (laughs) later on during the day.
0: Yeah, Adele wasn't the only one singing that weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) No, but Nation, seriously, man. Get started with our awesome sp- uh, awesome sponsor here, Game Time. Create an account. Use code RaidersChat for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code RaidersChat for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. That link's going to be available for you guys down in the comments and down in the description of today's show. Woo! All right, so where are you all watching at? It's Victory Monday. Let's party it up here a little bit. Let's have... A hell of a time. We, we
1: know Miggy's in Denver.
0: Denver. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's what we know. What up, Killup? If it wasn't for game time, I would have gotten I I wouldn't C- have. Oh, I wouldn't have gotten C-17, row two for 300 for the Raiders and Rams game, and I was hyped. I sent a picture to you, Mitch. Raider Nation for life. I mean, Let's go.
1: Hey, shout out to game time. Shout out it, to
0: game time. I'll
1: put it in the chat one more time.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. These are dope pictures. Yeah, Kill is like literally right at the end zone, right in front of the game. Like, I always think it's really cool, full circle, when you use an app and then all of a sudden they're a sponsor of a show. Like, it's when I first moved down to Dallas, and you guys got to remember, like, I'm from the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. So coming to a new city, I was like, well, what's some of the stuff that I can do? So I wanted to go to events, I wanted to bounce around a little bit, and I didn't have a lot of money. So what did I? I waited till the very last moment, found this app called Game Time. And my first year and a half living here in Dallas, I used it all the time because I wanted cheap tickets. And now they're on the Raiders port. It's wild. I want you to download the Game Time app. $20 off with code
1: RaidersChat. Before we get in, today is 9-11 yep. Remembrance Day. So I didn't want to pass that up. Didn't want to gloss that over on today's show. Before we get started, we're going to get into today's show. The latest Raiders news and rumors. But can we get just – I want to – there's 1,046 people in the chat. I want to get 1,000 USAs in the chat before we get going today.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can still remember. I, to me, it's always that one day where I can go back and I can think so clearly of exactly where I was third grade. I can remember sitting in my computer class, and I'm from the Northeast. You know, I'm, I'm sure a lot of y'all are probably also from the Northeast and maybe even remember it a lot better than me and people even on the West Coast, right? Like, it was something that it was unbelievable. Uh, 9-11, you know, you never want to forget it. I knew a few people that unfortunately lost family members during that whole experience. But I think any time, time always passes. I still remember this to the... Somebody said, you know, somebody dies twice in a lifetime. You die when you die in real life, and you die when nobody talks about you anymore. And I think when you have these type of experiences, you always have to just say it's okay to bring them up, but to just show, like, you know, we we still remember you, we still think about you. Uh, terrible, terrible experience, but I agree. I'm I'm glad you brought it up. I I had it in the notes here to get it started. Got some super chats flowing, but USA, man, I'm very proud to be an American. I've lived in Germany. I'm sure some people have probably, you know, traveled around. We got a lot of veterans that support this show, that watch this show, and from talking to them, like, I'm just proud that I can do what I do, and I'm proud that you guys yeah. you know, do hey, what you do. Just
1: seeing all the USAs in the chat, I just want to thank everybody. You know, like I said, don't want to gloss over that for sure for today's show, and I just wanted to you know show some respect, show you know like like you said like never forget it was a huge moment in this country, so I just wanted to
0: show some love, put,
1: show some love, put it out there before we got going with the latest Raiders news and rumors. Hell yeah! Let's get through these last super chats, and then we're gonna start on our first segment of today, Raider Muerte.
0: Raider Muerte, that PI against Bennett was bull. I mean, to be honest, if I'm a Broncos fan, I'm pissed off about that P.I. call. If it's the one where Bennett, like the ball ended up getting spotted at the 20, I thought there was a lot of contact even before that 20. To me, though, that was, I mean, absolutely pass interference under Corey and Bennett. You might have saw it a different way, but on that deep ball down the field, Bennett got in the way of that receiver, dove at the very last moment. The only way that it's not P.I. is if the ball was uncatchable. Like, I don't know if the receiver ends up coming down with that ball because I do think Russell Wilson overthrew him a little bit. But the fact that he never got a shot, that's going to get called in the NFL. Like, Ja'Cory and Bennett, when you're that physical with a player and then when you dive at the end and And that player falls, that's going to be P.I. We
1: both even said it. It kind of sucks because I don't think he even needed to trip him up. I I think it was an overthrow.
0: I agree, yeah. The unfortunate part, though, is ended up being P.I. Let's go to Scott. Nobody wants to hear, are you in yet? So I'm in. (laughs) The Raiders can get 12 wins if they can win the rough games like last night. Raiders! Also, if you haven't voted on our live poll, that's kind of where this one's coming from. I said, how many games will the Raiders win this season? Right now, 16% of the votes, 12 or more. 10 to 11 is 51%. 7 to 9 is 28%. 6 or less, 5% of the games. Like, I look at last night's football game, and I do think it was an ugly game, but the Raiders still should have won that game. I'm curious of what that game would have looked like if Jerry Judy's healthy, if they maybe would have had Tim Patrick, maybe a K.J. Hamler, this and that. But at the end of the day, we came away with a win, man. Let's go to Papaya, man. We would have lost that game last year. This team is mentally tough, and that starts with Hemi G. On the road against a damn good defense in Denver. I... Could not agree with you anymore, man. Like, I I think when you look at that game, the amount of ups and downs, the roller coaster ride that it was, and the the final play that sealed it. Like, I have the utmost respect for Derek Carr, despite what people might think. Uh, But I talk about Derek Carr as much as I do because I know, like, that's what Raider fans, a lot of Raider fans still care about. So guess what? That's my job, and I'm going to talk about it. But, like, on third and seven with the game on the line, I'm sorry. I don't see D.C. using his legs, putting his body on the line and picking up a first down. Like, that's not going to happen. Garoppolo is not is less athletic than Derek Carr. But when it mattered the most, they had a five-minute drive to kill all the clock, didn't put the ball back in the defense's hands, and you did it yourself. And, and you picked up the biggest first down of the year.
1: And I think the best way to quantify it, and it's it, – You see it across all sports, the clutch gene. Yeah. You know, some players, it just sucks. They don't have it. I'm a Rockets fan. James Mm. Harden does not have the clutch gene.
0: I mean, to me, to me, some of these
1: guys during the fourth quarter, they just don't have the mental, you know, awareness to make those plays, make those smart plays, and do things to ensure your team's victory at the end of the day.
0: I mean, to me, when you're a quarterback in an NFL team, it kind of goes back to right being a head coach. Like, I can still sit up here and say, I don't believe in Josh McDaniels as a head coach, yet I do think he's a brilliant offensive mind where I can sit there and I can say, okay, now you got a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo. Is he the most talented QB in the league? No, but he's a great leader, and he's been able to prove that he is a great leader, and when you're in that tough moment, right, you're in the huddle, and there's 10 other dudes looking at you, you want to be able to have the confidence in that guy directing place to you that okay we're going to be able to get this done. It goes for anything in life. If you got some dude who's trying to direct what you're trying to do, whether it's a I don't know a PowerPoint slide at work or your boss is telling you to do something and you don't believe in what they're telling you, you're not going to take it as seriously. When Garoppolo speaks, you can tell that he commands a lot of respect, and that showed yesterday. Let's go to 1980 Raider. What up, my man? You in? First and time And thank super. you for the first time super chat. And
1: Joe Gregg, a $40 first time super chat. What
0: you're, up, Joe Gregg?
1: You're so in.
0: I'm Joe Gregg. <laughs> I'm, I'm Joe, Joe Gregg. Joe, do you know that reference? I have no idea. If you guys are just tuning in because we got right now 1,100 people here in the building. If you're wondering, Mitch, what am I in for? Well, we're doing a Raiders Report jersey giveaway, so I'm wearing a Brandon Jasper, a Def Jasper jersey. Usually, these are $500 Venmos, at Mitchell MitchellRent365, but Brandon Jasper went in such a crazy tirade yesterday for a show that we're giving away a few jerseys. So if you want a chance for your own Raiders Report jersey, I'll wear it here up on the show $5 super chat for a chance to be answered and chance first to be hundred. In. What? The,
1: only the first hundred.
0: Yeah, people. only the first 100. That's very important. Only the first 100. The number one hat man, Wilson is washed. I mean, to say that he's washed, are, are you talking about Russell Wilson? Yes. Okay. I was like, Tyree Wilson being washed after one game. I'm like, what are we doing here? I was about to freak out. But Russell Wilson, to be honest, I don't think he played that bad of a game. I think, What Sean Payton did was very smart of trying to get the ball out quickly. The Raiders just locked up their receivers. I mean, the Raiders were by far the better team in the secondary. Cortland Sutton gave Las Vegas trouble, but Cortland Sutton's one of the better receivers in the league. Uh, People are saying that he played well, but he's making Mahomes money. That's the biggest difference of this, right? He's making unbelievable money. I mean, you're looking at right now, I would say the Russell Wilson contract, worst contract in the NFL right now, that or Deshaun Watson. Like, even though the Browns won, Watson didn't look all that great to I mean, me if he plays
1: like he did yesterday, Joe Burrow's contract is the
0: worst in <laughs> the well, NFL. Sure, if you, but he's not healthy. Like, <laughs> I went back and I watched a little bit of that game. He's not healthy. And it's proof that, yeah, you can be an extremely talented quarterback, but when you're playing at this high of a level, when you're rusty, it shows. What up, Frank? Not happy with Tyree Wilson. No Raider fan no, should be happy with this, Tyree Wilson. This, this
1: isn't about the game. He cut him off in traffic. Oh,
0: my bad. Hopefully, uh, you're okay. What's up, C-Gabe? Go. Your thoughts on Denver keeping it close without Judy and also Tyree looking one-dimensional. Ugly win, but both teams look better than last season. Ugly win counts the exact same as a great win, right? Facts. 1-0 is 1-0, and and that's what I'm going to be happy about. In terms of Denver keeping it close, that game's at home. They've been preparing. Both teams you see a lot of times those interdivision games, they can be weird, they can be funky games. But all that matters is that the Raiders came away with a dub. Michael, first time Super Chat. Yeah and Michael. What's up, my brother? Let's go to the next one then. David, don't have a question. Just want to win a jersey. Hey bro, I, uh, I understand. if that's your kid, very, very cute kid. If that's you, then you're way ahead of your time. Triceratops. Big Dino guy. PG. I' in. What up? 2869. Hopefully you're enjoying your retirement. We got Luis we need to use I'm not gonna lie I thought that was an F Tucker speed more I was like, I can't believe that that got through. we gotta use that that Tucker speed more. I mean the Raiders didn't even play Trey Tucker right he was one of the healthy scratches oh you're
1: talking about that little Tucker
0: oh yeah that little Tucker. I'll tell you what, though. Trey Tucker can be an absolute mother Tucker on the field. Some pre-snap reads. Oh, dude. Like, I want to see the Raiders use more pre-snap reads. I mean, we heard Josh McDaniels talk so much about pre-snap reads and how much that they were going to be able to incorporate this into their Raiders offense going forward. And he didn't even suit up and he didn't even right. play. Like, I want to see more out of it. Yep. What I,
1: I was going to say, they're rolling in, guys.
0: They're they're rolling in. We we can keep going to them.
1: Yeah. Okay. I mean,
0: okay. we have no. We can. It's all good. Let's go. Let's keep rolling. As long as they're coming in, let's keep rolling through them. And then once the super chat stop, then we'll do the winners and losers. Sound good? Bad deal. If the Raiders play the Bills like they played the Donkeys, it's a loss for us for sure. Maybe. I mean, you never know what happens in the NFL. If I would have told you that the Giants would have lost forty to nothing to the Cowboys, like. Sometimes that shit happens. Sometimes it's not your day. Like, were the Giants really bad last night? Oh, yeah. Yes. But also, nothing went their way. I mean, that was got to be one of the most unlucky games that I have ever watched. Every bounce went to Dallas. Then you look at the Cleveland and the Bengals game. The Bengals aren't a team that's going to lose 24-3 every week. They had a bad game. The Browns had their number that day. The Pittsburgh Steelers, did they look bad? Yes, they did. But I don't think that the Steelers are that bad of a football team. Sometimes it's not your day. And in the NFL, when it's not your day, that gets highlighted a lot. The Raiders did not play well. I get that. But we haven't seen the Bills play yet. What if the Bills come out this tonight and lay a stinker? Right, That could totally change. you got to well. bring your A game to win in the NFL. KM, GI Raiders. G Raiders.
1: GI Joe, GI Raiders. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Jarrett Watson, we need more. I got it. We need more out of Josh Jacobs. I got a sickness. I'm not really going to put a lot of blame on Jacobs. Like, did he look as explosive as what some people were maybe hoping for compared to what we saw last season? I do think that Jacobs does not look like 100% like he's in game shape. But also, you got to be able to respect the fact that he didn't have a lot of running room. The Raiders did a phenomenal job in the pass blocking game. The run-blocking game, they got beat up a little bit, but that's because Denver, they know, and this is what's going to happen. NFL teams are going to know that the Raiders aren't going to be able to take the top off of a defense. Jimmy Garoppolo, this isn't Madden, right? He's not going to be able to play on his back foot and throw a 50-yard seed down the sidelines. That's not happening. You don't know that. I do. I'm confident right now that I could throw a football just as far as Jimmy Garoppolo. I think I could throw an NFL let's, football fifty yards. I don't think it would be—I don't think it'd be accurate, but I do think that I could throw a ball just as far. Jimmy Garoppolo smokes me in accuracy, all that kind of stuff. I'm not sitting up here saying I could play QB, but what I'm going with this is the Broncos put seven to eight guys in the box every play and said, "You're not beating us with Josh Jacobs." Jacobs has ripped that franchise apart over that six-game winning streak that they have had. So they put guys up in the box and they forced Jimmy Garoppolo to beat them, and we still did.
1: I got a sickness. And the only cure is more Josh Jacobs.
0: More Josh Jacobs. What up, cat of monkey? Hey, Zeus, the best part of a hangover on Monday is knowing that the Raiders won Cheers, Myth, and Chugs. The amount of names that we have gotten today, I Myth Renz, Chubs is always one of my favorites. I love when people call me Michael. Like, the amount of people that call <laughs> me Michael in person, they're like, oh, you're that Michael Renz guy. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not. Are uh,
1: you uh, Mikael Renz?
0: Mitchell Renz. The amount of T's that I see in my last name all the time makes me laugh a little bit. But uh, I agree with you, dude. I know one thing. If I would have had to show up to work today feeling the way that I do with the Raiders loss, I also don't know if I would have got us carried away yesterday. I say that, but I probably would have still. Yeah. As soon as that game ends, you're either... I mean, it was either total celebration or it was just going to be just... If the Raiders lose, everybody today is like, we suck, tank for Caleb. Like, the amount of people that were tweeting that out at me yesterday, even when the Raiders were down, it's okay. Let's go to Dubs. Victory Monday. <laughs> Victory Monday just hits different. Oh. Victory Monday is great. Victory Monday is like this good. Then the Chargers lose. It goes up to there. Chiefs lose. It goes up to there. Broncos losing. First place, oh. AFC West.
1: It just... Uh, it's just. Oh. It's growing. Whoa.
0: It's growing right now. What up, Joseph? What's up, guys? Been listening to you for a while. First time super chat. Brother, I appreciate that. Good luck to you guys and your staff team. Wishing nothing but great things for all of you. And let me hear a Raiders. Joseph, I hope I can give you a better Raiders on game day. My voice right now, hurting a little bit.
1: It's. It's from Denver cause it's a little horse.
0: Mm. It's a great joke. <laughs> that's an awful joke, but it's a great joke. That's uh, that's one of the best dad jokes I've ever heard. I mean that. That's a stupid dad joke that I love. I'm probably gonna use that in the uh. future. What up, Lil's? Character on the floor, laughing really hard. He liked it too, obviously. He thought, thought it, was it was great. Hilarious. Blair Thompson. Jacoby Myers looking great across from Devonte Adams. Hope he's good. Love the show. Appreciate y'all. Real one for life. Yeah, I'm definitely hoping that he's okay as well. Today when Josh McDaniels took the podium, or I guess took the webcam, he was asked, is there any update on Jacoby Myers? And he said, no, we don't have an update on him. He's in the concussion protocol. I I don't know if he's going to end up playing. The concussion protocol is definitely not an easy thing to be able to figure out. The good news was Myers was able to walk off the field on his own power yesterday. I had a source reach out to me that said Jacoby looks to be okay in the locker room, but that doesn't mean anything, right? Like he could start running, headaches could happen, concussions are super, super hard to predict, but if there's one thing that I know, the NFL and the Raiders are going to take it very, very cautious. So if he's not 100%, you won't see him up against Buffalo. What up, Jersey boy, Greaser? I'm a fighting Irish fan, so I want to see more from Mayer. He has the ability to be a top five tight end in the NFL. Yeah,
1: that's why they traded up for him.
0: I agree. I think Michael Mayer has the top five tight end in the NFL ability. He was not very good yesterday. I mean, he's got to learn how to block. If he doesn't learn how to block, it's going to be a very, very rough season for Mr. Mayer. Agreed. He's, just, he's got to learn how to block because he's not going to get as much playing time as probably what you were hoping for. Yesterday, Michael Mayer, 43.3 overall grade. The pass blocking grade was okay. Run blocking grade, though, 57.3. Like, Mayer, though, just doesn't give me a lot of confidence. And when he's on the field, if he's on the right side, the Raiders, if they're going to run it, they're running it to the left. What up, Young...
1: Young Bita
0: Young Bita Yadita <laughs> Yadida. Did I get that right? <laughs> I don't know. Y- Yadita. Young Bita Yadita Yadida. There you go. You're in. I swallow. Wow, Raider Nation for life. <laughs> Just win, baby. I wasn't
1: gonna say. Love anything. you
0: guys in that Raider fam. Yo, that almost got me. <laughs>
1: dude, I was I, I wasn't oh, gonna say. Oh man, that I, was. I wanted to see where you went.
0: Holy shit! See, I'm such a Ron Burgundy dude. Where I, again, I don't think that you guys are gonna do all that. It was so close. It, that one was close. Papaya, man, I don't know if you watched the post-game interview, but Devontae, Max, and Jacobs all spoke highly of Jimmy. Jacobs said he earned his respect and said he blocked his ass off more yesterday than uh, any other quarterback. I mean, you hear something like that, and obviously that's going to go a long way, right? Like, Jimmy Garoppolo commands respect. And players have already told me that they have the love for D.C., but Garoppolo is a different type of leader. Like, has nothing to do with talent. It has nothing to do with ability. But if you want to be a successful quarterback in the NFL, you have to be able to lead a group of men. And Jimmy Garoppolo is proving that he can do that. What up, Kel? This guy looks like that name I swallow. Uh, I love your takes usually, but Garoppolo throw a better deep ball than you think this year. He throws a better deep ball. I'm saying I can throw the ball further. I think I could. I think I could throw.
1: How far do you throw a ball?
0: I mean, again, I guess when I was in college, I could throw a baseball the length of a field.
1: Totally different than a football.
0: Player. I get it. <laughs> I just think.
1: I can, hit, I, I can hit a baseball 300 feet.
0: But I'm, I'm talking arm strength. I have arm strength. I think if you gave me an NFL football, I think I might be able to out throw right, Jimmy Garoppolo. Do you,
1: do you think this is cap? Type in for no cap or the cap emoji for cap?
0: Do you think Jimmy Garoppolo can throw a football 50 yards? No, do
1: you think Mitch can out throw Jimmy G? I
0: can throw an NFL football 50 yards.
1: Cap or no cap. Type a cap if you think he's capping. Type in if you think.
0: I no can cap. throw an NFL football 50 yards.
1: The caps are gonna start flowing.
0: That's fine. I can. I can throw a football 50 yards. Can he's, Jimmy Garoppolo?
1: He's in the NFL. I think,
0: I get he can.
1: I think he can out throw a football or out throw you with a football. See, but baseball, you might have him.
0: Dude, <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, I, I don't know if he can throw 50 yards. Can he throw 50 yards? I don't know. You're a captain. He's so accurate in that first 20. Can he you're, throw 50? We'll see. Cabin. The miss pat cost the donkeys the game. Lol, a w is a w, real one for life, and uh.
1: the super chats we have so I, far i can
0: throw it over them mountains <laughs> all oh right. shout out to uncle rico that's all the super chats for right now we will get back to those if any other ones come in questions comments remember every five dollar super chat that comes in today you have a chance to win a Brandon jasper raiders report jersey not Def jasper but your own raiders report jersey your name 10 characters or less your number and I'll rock it here on the show. And the way that we're going to decide it is a duck race at the very, very end. Coming up here, though, now on the show, we're about to get into the Raiders winners and losers after their 17-16 to 16 win over the Broncos. Raider Nation, what's going on? You're watching the Raiders Report. And coming up here on today's show, I'm going to be breaking down the winners and losers for the Silver and Black after their 17-16 to win over the Denver Donkeys. If you want a programming schedule for the week, I'm going to be live Monday, which I'm actually live right now. And we're going to be live on Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Then we're going to be live for Thursday night football, Eagles, Vikings. We let our hair down. Think of it as Thursday happy hour type of show. And then live Sunday, Raiders, Buffalo Bills. Very important for all of Raider Nation to watch the Monday night football game tonight. When the Jets and Bills play, that way we can get an early look at what the Raiders are going to be going up against next week. So, what I want to do this show, this is all about honesty. Just because the Raiders won doesn't mean that I can't pick apart some of the players that didn't play as well. I love the fact that the Raiders got a big time dub, I love the fact that they are number one in the AFC West, but they played their C game. How can we get to a B? How can we get to an A game? To continue to chase that ultimate goal which is a lombardi trophy so here we go we're going to first start with the winners on offense and then we'll go to the defensive side of the football jimmy garoppolo has got to be a winner here and all that people talk about at the quarterback position are wins and losses that's what people care about and when it mattered the most on third down and seven garoppolo used his legs to pick up a very clutch first down and seal the deal for the silver and black He didn't do anything spectacular. He was 20-26 of for 200 yards, two touchdowns a pick. The interception was very, very costly. And when it happened, I was like, oh, no, here we go again. More red zone drama. But what did he do? He put it behind him. Let a great touchdown drive late in the fourth quarter, put the Raiders up 17 to 16, come away with a dub. Maybe one of the biggest winners from this game, and I'm hoping that he's okay because Jacoby Myers, man, took a wicked, wicked hit. But like, when you're the best receiver in a game and Devontae Adams is next to you, I mean that I could there you go. Right? That's how good Jacoby Myers was yesterday against the Broncos. He saw 10 targets, nine catches, 81 yards, and two touchdowns. He was the go-to guy for Jimmy G. But the reason is, is because if Patrick Sertan's going to be on Devontae Adams, that leads to more one-on-one opportunities for Jacoby Myers. And Myers took advantage of those opportunities and found the end zone twice. Let's go to another winner here. I'm going to give it to Devontae Adams because Devontae, even though he didn't put up the jaw-dropping stats that we are used to seeing from number 17... The reason why Jacoby got open as often as he did was because Denver was not going to allow Devontae to take the top off the defense, wasn't going to let Tay beat them. Because in years past and last season, Devontae torched the Denver Broncos. Adams saw nine targets. He had six catches for 66 yards. But what I was really happy about were the amount of clutch catches that he made. I mean, think about the big time catches He had yesterday against Denver, the big-time first downs that he picked up. And when he was being double-teamed, when Patrick Sertan was on him, that opened up a lot of other things for this Raiders offense to be able to move the football. That's why, to me, Devontae Adams is a big-time winner here for the Silver and Black. Then, the next winner, I'm just going to put it all together as a unit. I was very impressed by the Raiders' interior offensive line in Andre James, Dylan Parham. Greg Van Roten might have been the best offensive lineman in the game yesterday. I'm uh, got to talk to Jermaine a little bit. That false start, I was impressed with there. Munford, I thought Colton Miller did an okay job, but it was the pass blocking. The biggest question mark for a lot of Raider fans entering this game was, are we going to be able to keep Jimmy Garoppolo healthy? And when he left the game early because he got hit in the head, not because of the offensive line, a lot of us panicked a little bit, right? Two, two snaps from Brian Hoyer was a little too, too many, if you ask me. But the pass blocking was great. No sacks against Jimmy Garoppolo. And you got to be able to tip your cap to the big guys up front. So my question to all of you out there is this. Who was the Raiders' offensive MVP yesterday against the Denver Broncos? This is going to be the pinned comment on today's show. I'm going to give you my answer after this YouTube ad break. The MVP of yesterday's game for the Las Vegas Raiders was Jacoby Myers. Myers was the best player on the field. And when you think about, some people might say Jimmy Garoppolo because he's the quarterback, and Jimmy G deserves that credit. If I could say Jacoby Myers was 1A, Jimmy Garoppolo was 1B, both of those players deserve a lot, a lot of love, but I am going to tip my cap to Jacoby Myers and say that he was the MVP on offense for the Silver and Black. I also got an MVP out there that's our brand new sponsor, Game Time. This is one of the most insane sponsors that we have ever had because Life, man, it's just full, full circle, and the reason why I say that is because when I first moved down to Dallas, Texas, I used to use game time all the time because I was looking for cheap tickets right moving to a brand new city, whether it was sporting events, whether it was comedy, heck, whether it was either a concert, and now we have them as a show sponsor. So what I want you guys to do is show game time some love because it's one of the biggest sponsors we have ever gotten, Spam GT down in the comments section below to show our newest sponsor, game time. Some love, and if you're like Mitch, I know what game time is. Then hey, listen up because we got one hell of a deal. And if anybody plans on going to some Raiders games this year, make sure you use Game Time. That way, they know the Raiders report sent you, so you can get twenty dollars off with code Raiders Chat. And all you got to do is download the app, create an account, and redeem code Raiders Chat for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and a whole lot more. To me personally, I think this is the perfect app out there for anybody traveling to Las Vegas because when you go to Vegas, there's so much that you can do. And I already know that I'm going to be spending money anyway on drinks, on food, plane ticket out there. I want to be able to go to events that are at a discount. And I don't want to be handcuffed to certain plans when you're in Vegas. So you download the Game Time app right now. Make sure you use promo code RaidersChat for $20 off. And then when it's a last-minute event, bang, you can go to that event. If you plan on going to a Raiders game, it's the perfect thing to do that. I know some of you all know a little bit more about my personal life. And I bought tickets for the final Raiders preseason game down here in Dallas using the Game Time app. And I bought them for my fiancé Alex's dad. I can't guarantee you that, you know, your father-in-law is going to like you, but I can guarantee you because of the discounts you're going to save with game time that he's going to really, really like the seats. So one of our viewers even, shout out to Killer Cruz and said, if it wasn't for game time, I would have gotten, would not have gotten C-17 row for $300 for the Raiders and Rams game. He was hyped. I'm hyped that they're here. And I think that you guys are also going to love them. So one more time, terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code Raiders For $20 off, download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Shout out to game time for sponsoring the Raiders report. All right, now let's go to some of the offensive losers. And I'm just going to put the whole rushing attack as a loser up against Denver because I don't think Josh Jacobs deserves the blame. And I've seen it on social media. that people are like, oh, you know, he, he stinks, this and that. Just stop it. The Broncos did a good job, and this is exactly how I would try to go up Against the Las Vegas Raiders as well because I would stack the box. And that's what Denver did. They stacked the box. I gave my flowers to the Raiders offensive pass blocking. They did not run block nearly as well. Jacobs, 19 carries, 48 yards, two and a half yards per carry. Samir White had one carry for two yards. I mean, the Broncos, when it came to going up against our rushing attack, they won. And for that, I'm going to make that a loser. Let's go to another offensive loser here. It's Hunter Renfro. And To get no targets and to be paid $13 million is a little bit of a head-scratcher. When Josh McDaniels was asked today why he didn't get more opportunities, McDaniels just kind of said, you know, in different games, there's going to be different opportunities, certain matchups, we're going to take advantage of where we think we need to take advantage of. I'm going to tell you this right now. If you're going to be paying a guy $13 million at wide receiver, you need to start using him more. If you're like, no, we don't need to, then I think you should have figured out a better way to be able to get a trade offer for Hunter Renfro to use that money maybe on the defensive side of the football because I can figure out a lot of ways to use 13 mil. And then the last loser didn't even play. It's Trey Tucker. Like, to me, very, very frustrated. And I want to know why Trey Tucker was a, wasn't a active. Like, I get that this Raiders organization is excited about Christian Wilkerson. That's great. I'm happy Christian Wilkerson made this 53-man roster. But Christian Wilkerson's not going to have a major future here with this team. He's an okay player. I wanted to see more pre-snap. I wanted to see our third-round rookie move around the football field because all I've been hearing and seeing is this kid's electric. This kid, when he touches the ball, things are going to happen. He commands respect because of his acceleration, because of his ability to be able to stretch the field. I want to see all of that work, and Even if he doesn't touch the football, he can make an impact. Trey Tucker is a loser, but it's just because he didn't play. And more, I'm pointing my finger at McDaniels because I wanted to see the rookie out there. We are about to get into the defensive side of the football, but we got some winners and losers, and man, there was one man, he was the MVP of yesterday's show. If y'all don't shout out Brandon Jasper, the great tuna, I don't know what you gotta do. Brandon dropped over 3K on our stream yesterday is now a member of Mount Raider and he wasn't the only one that showed love. I love doing this show. I love hanging out with the nation. There is nothing I would rather do watching a Raiders game, hanging out with my people. But here were everyone a part of our bang gang, as I like to call it, on our Raiders stream yesterday. If you see your name up here, you sent in a $100 super chat, and I really appreciate that. Raider Ron also was a part of this list, but Taino, Dustin, John, Brandon, Fatbeard Dad, Ventrick, Patrick B, Adam Sweeney, Zane to save your tribe, and Raider Ron, from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate you, and I know that not every single person can send in a super chat, but you can click that like button, you can comment, you can share the video, and if you continue to do all that stuff, this show is going to continue to grow and grow and grow. Let's now go to the defensive winners here against the Broncos, It's Max Crosby. I mean, it's It's the Max Crosby Show. He is death, taxes, and Max Crosby showing up on game day. The Raiders had 10 pressures yesterday against Denver. Crosby had six of them. If the silver and black could get somebody to help him out on the defensive line, I would love to see the numbers that he puts up. Five tackles, a tackle for loss. He had a sack, two quarterback hits, and he was just embarrassing. I mean, embarrassing. The right tackle... For the Denver Broncos, who they just paid a crap ton of money to. And when he wanted to, he was beating them. Giggity. Up and down the field, slapping around. I mean, he was doing everything he wanted to to that right tackle. And what's even funnier is I I think Max leads the league in holds that aren't called because it amazes me how he gets held the way he does and no flags come out. Max is an absolute legend. Max is an absolute stud. He's the best defensive end in football. I don't care what anyone says. Let's go to another winner here. It's Nate Hobbs as a corner. And, you know, this is one of those things where I kind of laugh a little bit because sometimes NFL coaches get a little bit too cutesy. Nate Hobbs is a rookie in the slot, looks like one of the best slot corners in the league. And then somebody goes, well, maybe we should put him as an outside corner. And then he goes, I don't know, doesn't have nearly the successful season. Well, he's back in the slot this year. He had 12 tackles. He was flying all over the football field. Two tackles for loss. Zero pass breakups, but a pretty nice QB hit. Teams weren't throwing his way. And when he did give up a completion, it was for minor, minor yards. I'm a big believer if it's not broken, don't fix it. And Nate Hobbs in the slot as a rookie was not broken. And it still looks like he's going to be an incredible player because what a hell of a game by Nate Hobbs yesterday. Let's go to another defensive winner. We talked a lot this offseason about the linebacker position. Robert Spillane is a liability in coverage. He is. Yes, he performed well in the preseason. Yes, he performed well in joint practices. But the reason why Spillane is on this list is because you can see right away, very intelligent player. And when. Times got tough. A lot of people were looking at him for big-time situations. His ability to stop the run, if you're going to have really bad defensive tackles like the Raiders do, you need to be able to have a run-stopper out there like Spillane. I was very impressed from what I saw from him from a run-stopping ability, hoping he gets a little bit better in terms of coverage, but you have a middle linebacker right now. A lot of people hit that panic button, me included, when the Raiders did not bring back Denzel Perriman. Robert Spillane... If he plays the way that he did yesterday, he's going to make a lot of people forget about Mr. Parram. And then the final defensive winner is Divine Diablo. I, uh, I probably owe Divine a little bit of an apology. When I was watching the game yesterday, you know, you don't see as much. You go back and you watch the film and you're like, all right, Divine's flying all over the football field. He had one really bad play. The face mask cost the Raiders. If the Raiders lose, my opinion on Divine is probably a little bit different. Since the Raiders won, hey, let's celebrate it. But, I mean, you can make a legit argument. He was the best defensive player on the field yesterday, minus Nate Hobbs, minus Max Crosby. He had nine tackles. He had a tackle for loss. His pass breakup, which is not getting talked about nearly enough, I mean, that was a touchdown-saving PBU, which I don't even know how he deflected it. It was a laser beam from five yards away from Russell Wilson. Dude totally lays out, knocks down the football. You saw the athletic ability. He was a good run stopper. He was great in coverage. Divine did all of the right things minus one very, very costly face mask call. And that's really what a lot of people are talking about. But Divine, you deserve your flowers, my guy. So what do you think here? Who was the Raiders defensive MVP? I just listed a few winners here, but I got to know from all of y'all, who was the Raiders defensive MVP? And you are about to get hit with another YouTube ad break. And I'm going to give you my answer right here in a second. The defensive MVP for the Raiders was not Max Crosby. Does he deserve credit? No doubt about it. It was not Divine Diablo. Does he deserve credit? Yes. The defensive MVP to me was Nate Hobbs. His ability to fly all over the football field. He was always around the football. And that's why, to me, Nate Hobbs deserves that crown as defensive MVP. Now, we got to go to the loser side. And unfortunately, even when you win a football game, you got to talk about the losers on defense. Trevon Merrick. I think the biggest loser in this game for the Raiders on defense was Merrick. He did hurt his thumb. He did not start in the second half. They had Roderick Teamer out there. Where, but then Merrick came out with the club, gave up a touchdown. My biggest concern was how is he going to be able to cover? How is he going to look in the secondary? And it, it, it did not look good yesterday against a bad Broncos receiving core. If Merrick wants to stay on the field, He's got to figure it out really, really quick because if I'm the Raiders, yeah, I'm thinking about Chris Smith. Yeah, I'm thinking about Roderick Teamer. I, hell, I, I don't know why the Raiders haven't picked up the phone and given Deron Harmon a call yet because he might be a better fit than Merrick right now in the secondary. Another loser's got to be Luke Masterson. And considering how all the other linebackers played for this team, you know, he was probably one of the worst linebackers that played yesterday, but that roughing or running into the kicker penalty which gave the Broncos that automatic first down it doesn't get any more boneheaded than that McDaniels after the game said you know he liked the fire the tenaciousness that his team was playing with and flying all over the football field trying to be aggressive but when you're just not being smart I'm not gonna say oh well at least he's going out there and he's hustling if that would have cost them that penalty Was one of the most costly penalties I've seen by a Raiders team in a very, very long time. Let's go to another loser here on the defensive side of the football, Tyree Wilson. I I don't know if somebody put weights in his shoes. I, I don't know if he was running on sand when everyone else was running in grass. But when you're drafted at number seven overall, the microscope is always going to be on you, especially when you're a member of the Las Vegas Raiders and they have missed on their first round picks the way that they have. Wilson's first step was slow, Wilson's second step was slow. Tyree Wilson was slow in general. You're not going to be able to compete at a high level when you're as slow as a Wilson is. Is the power there? Yes. Is he athletic and you can tell that he's strong? Yes. But if you don't have a good first step and you don't have a good second step in the NFL, you're not winning in the league. And he better figure it out really, really quick because from what I saw yesterday, he's not healthy. I don't want to say I hope he's not healthy, but... He doesn't look healthy, and if he is 100% healthy and he's that slow, somebody needs to get in the lab with him and start working on his technique. The final thing is the Raiders' defensive tackles. Like, I'm so frustrated in the idea that we sit here, second year in a row, shit, maybe it's the third year in a row, and I'm like, the Raiders' biggest weakness is defensive tackle. Chandler Jones isn't on the field is what it is, right? So now you're going to roll out. At one time, they had three defensive tackles on the field. Yes, Jerry Tillery ended up getting a sack when he was playing as defensive end, but they were a lot better when he was playing inside. But, like, Tillery did not have a very good game. John Jenkins, Bilal Nichols, Adam Butler, like, nobody really played well at defensive tackle, and they got beat up front. And if you're going to get beat up front and you can't get pressure at the quarterback, like, I'm sorry, it's going to be a long season. Thank the Lord that the Raiders have Max Crosby, because if they didn't have one of the best defensive ends in football, quarterbacks hell Russell Wilson still might be sitting back there I want to see more Nesta Jade Silvera this upcoming week against the Buffalo Bills now if you guys made it this far in the video I appreciate each and every one of y'all we are live right now and we there is some news that just happened so if you missed the news make sure you tune in live make sure you're watching because I want to keep you up to date here on the Raiders Report All right, the Raiders news that happened. The Las Vegas Raiders have signed Jordan Willis to the practice squad, which not really surprising. Uh, Also that news, we'll get to that here in a sec. The Raiders signed Jordan Willis to the practice squad, and they released Isaac Dark Angelo from the squad. So I think this Jordan Willis move is an interesting one. I anticipate and I expect that he's going to be playing next week up against the Buffalo Bills. The other news that just happened was... Chris Jones and the Chiefs agree to a one-year deal. No. No. Chris Jones and the Chiefs agree to a one-year deal. I don't know if the numbers are out on it yet. At least I don't see it. But that's what happens when you're 0-1. The Chiefs probably hit that panic button a little bit, and they're like, you know what? Yeah, we probably do need Chris Jones here a little bit. All right, there is a game on tonight. It's Monday Night Football. New York Jets, Buffalo Bills. This is a big, big game, man. I mean, this is a must-watch Monday Night Football game. All the storylines are there. You got Josh Allen going up against Aaron Rodgers, his brand-new team, the New York Jets, the team that everybody saw in Hard Knocks. But then there's also that Raiders aspect of it. We're going up against the Bills next week, so I want to get an inside look at what we're going to be dealing with week two of the NFL season. My question to you is this. Who you got, Buffalo or the Jets? Let me know down in the comments. This you- is
1: why I love our audience. All right. Martin messages me, looks like 14 opening play onside kicks since 1998.
0: That boy, Martin. That's why I love Martin. Martin's uh, a Martin, – we might have to hire Martin just to be like our statistician.
1: Dude. Martin. If we if we can get Martin as an intern, that'd be legit.
0: Martin's like, I'll work for T. <laughs> I'll work I'll work <laughs> for T. We'll, we'll work for T. We'll work for T. Martin, you a real one. Alright, let's give some shout outs here to the peeps. Who you guys got in tonight's game? Got Man, over twelve hundred people. Well, I'm picking this game based on who I want. I'm picking the Bills to win. But I want the Bills to win because I don't want Buffalo to be 0-1 up against the Raiders next week. Like, that's my thought process. If Buffalo is 0-1 going up against the Raiders, like, they, they look at that as, like, a must-win football game.
1: Yeah, you, you Like, I get
0: to, every game is a must-win.
1: You don't, you don't want to go 0-2.
0: Yeah, nobody wants to go 0-2. Because then,
1: I think the game after the Raiders So, because
0: of that, I'm rooting for Buffalo. And I probably root for Buffalo anyway. Though, all I care about in this game is a oh. good game.
1: I was going to say, the Bills, especially if they lose game one, they can't lose game two because of game three, but they're playing the Commanders game three. So. Mm,
0: yeah, you're, you're, they're probably safe then. Who do you guys think? Kevin Rogers is going to go with Buffalo. Hellcat Q, what's up, my brother? Buffalo as well. Raider Muerte is going to go with the Jets. Devin Smith, I hate the Jets.
1: And if you're just joining us, we uh, we have some more uh, people in more for the people Jersey in. giveaway.
0: I like it. So if you guys don't know, Brandon Jasper is donating a Raiders Report jersey. If you want a chance to get in, $5 super chat. And we're going to do a duck race at the very, very end of today's show. Does Venmo count for the entry? Yes. $5, which actually reminds me I did get one or I think I got a Venmo. As soon as you said that. Yeah, Raul Chavez says, put me in, coach, DJ what? <laughs> Uh, Uh, What?
1: What? Okay, that makes it. Yeah. I was gonna say, DJ What messaged me on Twitter last night was like, during the game was like, "Yo, I sent a Venmo," and then I never heard anything about DJ What on your Venmo. Yeah. So now that makes more sense.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yep. I was gonna say, yeah, he won yesterday too. Mm -hmm. He was the winner yesterday for our 50/50 raffle. So congratulations. He's, He's just
1: using that. Yeah, I mean he now wants.
0: he he's he's got house money the rest of the <laughs> rest of the year. What is money? What up, Tyeno? You know, in for the jersey, injury in. and a minimal preseason for Tyree, but he's always going to be compared to Jalen, who had one sack, one tackle for loss, three pressures until Tyree balls out, then it's always going to come up. I don't know if it's a fair comparison. I, I get why people are going to do it. But I do think that people have to. Jalen Carter going to the Philadelphia Eagles was the perfect landing spot for him. Like, it's the perfect landing spot. He's got all of his former Georgia Bulldog teammates there for multiple years, and he's going to a city like Philadelphia. He's got a coach, got a GM like Howie Roseman. Like, it's the perfect situation for him, and that team's ready to win right now. Compared to going to Las Vegas and the Raiders that haven't had the best track record of maybe some players that have some off-the-field concerns, I don't think that they are comparable because of, That storyline alone, but when you look at just player versus player, yes, Jalen Carter is the more talented player, and And I do think that the Raiders also took a gamble with a guy like Wilson who had a foot injury, but Jalen Carter was the best defensive tackle I thought I saw yesterday, not just rookies in the NFL. Like, he was unbelievable.
1: Seeing Taino's profile picture never gets old.
0: Never gets old, but now there's two Raiders report tattoo guys, so So, who's going to be the third?
1: I mean, until he gets my name tattooed on his leg,
0: oh, that's I don't know true. If it really counts. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> what up, j ro You in? Mitch, what the hell are we going to do with Renfro? He doesn't seem to fit the offense. It makes way too much. Not a single target yesterday that's sad.
1: Trade deadline?
0: I mean, he could be a player, but who's going to trade for him, right? Like, I mean, if you're the Raiders, if you're not going to use him, I mean, you might as well just trade him. get the... Eleven million or whatever. I think you'd get eleven point six million if you trade them. I mean, because paying a guy thirteen million and not use him is questionable.
1: A, a team that's contending, if they need a wide receiver, if they need an extra target, a fourth or fifth round pick. I think that'd be enough to to get him off the books. And got you're not. Why
0: would you? Why would you trade a fourth or a fifth round pick to a player that, I mean, Maybe didn't a, even get a target yesterday? A, a
1: fifth? I don't know.
0: I I don't think a team would be willing to do it. I mean, if you're talking about just from an offensive standpoint yesterday, Hunter Renfro, how many snaps did he run? Hunter Renfro snaps yesterday. How many – 13 total snaps. That's pretty cool. 13 snaps yesterday for Hunter Renfro. Like Christian Wilkerson.
1: Trade him for Mike Evans.
0: Christian Wilkerson ran 13 snaps. Like that's to me – where McDaniels here is overcomplicating it a little bit and like McDaniels can say oh well he just didn't have the opportunities that's not true you're the head coach if you want to put him on the field you can put him on the field and to me 13 snaps for Hunter Renfro is just not nearly enough Hellcat I'm in let's go Raiders! Raider! Any Chandler Jones news No Chandler Jones news at all. Today, Josh McDaniels asked about Chandler. He said that uh, I'm going to revert. He's like, I'll I'll go back to what I said last week. And it's essentially no update on Mr. Jones. I don't know if we're going to see him against Buffalo. I don't know if we are going to see him at all this entire season. No idea. What's up? What up, Venom? What up, Steve-O? Raiders! Why can't we draft a worthwhile defensive tackle? I don't have the answer for you on that one, my guy. I, I wish I did. I do know that the Raiders need a defensive tackle. Also, you need to add Norman Hernandez. Norman Hernandez, you in. Okay. Norman Hernandez. And? You y- in. Yo, Yogi. <laughs> Yo, Yogi, put me in. Best in the West. Going to make some buffalo jerky next week.
1: Do we do a little buffalo chicken dip?
0: Little buff chick dip. Sunday, we could do uh, some buffalo buffalo wing sauce shots. Have You ever had a buffalo burger?
1: Oh, I love. I it. was gonna
0: say it's very That's good, fi-
1: dude. Buffalo buffalo sauce, blue cheese and bacon on a burger.
0: Oh, see, I was top, saying top like five I was saying like when the meat's buffalo.
1: Oh no,
0: you should try it. You'd like it. It's very good. It's very very good. Though I'm I'm with you on the idea. Like I love blue cheese on a burger. Blue cheese on a burger can get it.
1: Dude, my top five burger: blue cheese, bacon, and then like hot sauce. I'm listening. Oh,
0: yeah, it's uh, blue cheese on a burger. Why for yes and for no? I know Queen Sarah Auto doesn't like blue cheese, but I'm a, I'm a big blue cheese fan. I, I love food. I got burgers last night. I got blue cheese burger last night actually. As soon as I got home, ordered a uh, rodeo goat. They had a deal. Yeah, I mean, not. Nah, I was $2 off, but I was um, like, hey, you know what? $2 off? Let's freaking do it.
1: I, I love it. It basically paid for itself. It, I'm, I'm sad because I moved uh, over the summer. My old apartment was yeah. directly next to a rodeo goat, and now I don't live next to it anymore.
0: See, Yogi says barbecue sauce. Maybe this is a hot take. I think my least favorite sauce on a burger is barbecue sauce.
1: Oh, I like barbecue sauce on a burger. I think barbecue it's my least sauce? favorite. Cheddar and some grilled onions. Good. Maybe maybe some bacon on a burger with the barbecue sauce.
0: Yeah, I would rather have that exact burger with, like, ranch. (sighs) Now, if it's, like, a sweet barbecue sauce, I might change my opinion on that one. I don't
1: know. Or if you've ever had a brisket burger, where it's a burger, brisket, barbecue sauce, onion pickle.
0: See, that's different to me. That that's a different name. I don't know, that's a different.
1: Yeah, name. I don't know.
0: Also, apparently, Chris Jones is going to be getting somewhere closer to 25 million. So he was originally going to make 19.5. According to Jeremy Fowler, he's going to be closer to 25 million. Wow. Yep. 25 million. Ooh. Peanut butter on a burger?
1: Yes. I, I've had it. It's great. I've had peanut butter, banana, and bacon.
0: Yep. Derek. Derek, I'll be honest. I don't think that you sent one in, unless I'm confused.
1: Um, maybe in the post game it got mixed up.
0: Yeah, is that what you're talking about, Derek? Because on today's show we've gone through all no, of he the said su-
1: on screen yesterday.
0: Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, yesterday's show got a little bit crazy. We had to swap in a few producers here and there. I mean, we do try to put all of the super chats on screen. So if I missed it, if Chugs missed it, you know, that's on us. So we'll, we'll take 100% accountability on that. But yesterday, I think we got somewhere in the 600, like, individual super chat range. So sometimes shit gets a little bit crazy. Looking, looking. Chugs is going to look. I mean, it, that could take you a little while. But I, I am sorry. i really, 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 uh, really sorry about that.
1: It it, it honestly was Mitch's fault. He told me not to go to it.
0: Probably. Yeah, but I'm like, oh, it's anybody with the name Double D. You can't trust them. You you never know, man. Double D. You never know what Double D D is going to show. What?
1: You know what that's from, Double D?
0: Double D? I mean, I know where I think it's from. Ed Ed, and Eddie. Oh. What an awful and great show at the same time. Do you think you could watch Ed and and Eddie right now? I don't think I could. No. Nah. (laughs) No. I I, I don't think that I could. Derek,
1: I'm looking. I'm not seeing it.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're going through. Yeah, we're going through all the super chats right now, Derek. I don't know if I uh, see it up on screen here. It's all good. But hey, coming up here next on the Raiders report, we're going to go into. Uh We're going to get into five burning questions that I think a lot of Raider fans have entering this week two game up against the Buffalo Bills. So. This morning, got up, we filmed overreaction Monday. Already have done a winners and losers segment ah! here on today's show. And then coming up is going to be five burning questions looking ahead to Buffalo. Because the Raiders past game that we just had here with Denver. A lot of good. A lot of bad. And hopefully can, you know, get it more to where we play our A game. Like, if we're going to take down Buffalo, we got to bring our A game to the table. If you Play the way you did with a C game. I just don't see how this team's going to come away with a victory. At least that's what I personally think. Also, yo, we got a thousand people here watching us live. If you haven't already, take a second. Click that like button. If you're like, Mitch, I don't know how to hit that like button or else I would. There's something that looks like this underneath your video. You can minimize the chat. You click that like button, it's on desktop, it's on mobile, however you watch these videos. In Believe it or not, it in, does go a long way. Mind? If you can like a video in your mind, I'd be worried what else you'd be able to do with your mind. I just watched... Uh, <laughs> it's funny. is Alex never seen um, Accepted?
1: Oh, great, great movie. So
0: we just watched that like two <laughs> days ago. They're
1: all writing on the wall. He's like, mind control.
0: He's like, I want to blow shit up with my mind. And then... Huh. There's that part of the movie where he's like looking at something, and I forget what happens, but something blows up because of it, and he's just like, Holy shit, I did
1: it. It's
0: amazing (laughs) how much different he looks now. What's crazy, I also saw Jack this morning when he came into the office, said the exact same thing to me. Without the costume, though. It's all good. What up, Gaines?
1: Raider Gaines.
0: I like what McDaniels is doing. But he should have given more reps in the preseason to the starters. All of them looked a bit rusty, even Devontae. I, if there's one thing that I've learned, you go look at a lot of the NFL games yesterday, everybody looked a little rusty. Like,
1: oh, yesterday.
0: yesterday's football was some of the worst football I've watched in a long time. The only teams to me that didn't look rusty, the Niners, the Cowboys... Who else did not the, the Browns? But even the Browns, I thought, didn't look all that great. Yeah. Their defense played well. Besides that, like, sure, Green Bay put up a lot of points, but the Bears looked bad. Like, there was a lot of teams that played bad. The only two teams that I'd say I, I can't really pinpoint any bad was the Niners and the Cowboys. Agreed. Which is kind of funny because we were like, oh, the AFC is so stacked. The NFC stinks. And the two teams I just said, if I were to do a power rankings right now, Niners, Cowboys would be one and two.
1: Jindy, that's. I would say that's correct, dude. Dolphins and Chargers.
0: Both teams look good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. J-Rowe, J- I was surprised to see Hoyer on the field instead of AOC when Jimmy went in the tent. Hoyer is garbage. AOC should be QB, two. The thing is, and Mitch explained it on live yesterday, Yep. since AOC is the emergency quarterback. He can't play. He can't play unless both quarterbacks go down with injury.
0: Correct. So, yesterday the Raiders' six inactives were Aiden O'Connell, Trey Tucker, Chris Smith, Nesta Jade Silvera, Amari Bernie, and Chandler Jones. Those were the six inactives for the Silver and Black. So what the Raiders are doing, and this has, you know, been the thing that I've been trying to tell people, the Raiders do not want to put Aiden O'Connell in the game this season. That's not a part of their plan. They have Brian Hoyer there to be the player coach to like teach O'Connell to get it going. But early on in the season, they're not going to put Aiden out there. They want it to be Jimmy Garoppolo. They want him to get going. Now, I do wonder if the Raiders are down the season a little bit and they're winning some games and they have a chance to make the playoffs, like would they then maybe go with O'Connell over Hoyer? But with Hoyer being the quarterback too and Aiden I mean, being if, the emergency the Raiders, quarterback, it's not gonna happen. If
1: the Raiders make the playoffs, you gotta switch it. Sure. You can't you can't be rocking a playoff game. Jimmy G goes down, and you're like, well, we gotta go with Hoyer.
0: I agree with that. I don't know if they would though. Like, this team, to me, is stubborn enough with when they have their guys, they have their guys. Yeah. And that's sometimes just the way that it is. Like, the fact that Christian Wilkerson's getting the amount of snaps that Hunter Renfro is, i, I that's just not explainable to me, rather than just they have their guys, they're locked into their guys. What up, James? Don't F with me. Lillard, Mitch, and Chugs, did you see that Mark Davis reached out to Chandler Jones? Definitely an owner that cares about his players, James. All right, who wins?
1: Don't don't f with that.
0: Bear knuckle brawl: James Lillard or Miggy Camacho? Who do you guys think? Bear knuckle brawl: James Lillard or Miggy Camacho?
1: Miggy seems a little younger, but I think James has got that experience strength. Like he's
0: James is like the. 50 to 60-year-old man in a movie that's been a secret agent his entire life.
1: The amount of pickle jars James has opened throughout the years, that dude is just...
0: You know that this guy can tie a good knot.
1: Yeah. There's not a doubt
0: in my mind.
1: Oh, he is solid.
0: And judging by that look, he might be able to blow shit up with his mind. I'm going to take Mickey in a wrestling match. I'm going to take James Lillard in a bare-knuckle brawl. I like that. I think that's what we're going to go with, but... Yes, I did see that. I also posted it on my social media. I think the most crazy part about the whole Mark Davis, Chandler Jones thing was Mark Davis talks in all capital. Like, I don't know if you saw it. He capitalizes every individual word.
1: Serial killer.
0: I mean, I saw that. I was was more worried about that than what Chandler Jones was posting. That was kind of weird. What up, Tyler Durdan? Number one, you in? Glad we won yesterday. Hate to take a negative turn. It's okay. But do you think Jacobs Adams would have bought into this team under Josh McDaniels and will be back next season. I don't think it's up to Jacobs. Adams is going to be back. Like, he's under contract. The only way that Adams isn't back is if the Raiders choose, right? Like, the the Raiders are going to choose on both of those dudes because technically when Adams did his contract after the third year, there was an out for it. Now, I get it. We're only in year two of this deal. So, to me, the Raiders would have to just say, we're going to really, really try to tank. But... That's not a part of their plan. So, Devontae will be back next season. The year that it's going to get interesting is that third year to decide what happens with Devontae. But for Jacobs, I've said it before, this is going to be the final year of Jacobs. And it has nothing to do with the fact that they don't love him. They don't think he's a great player. It's just this organization is not going to give him a multi-year deal. And they're not going to give him a big-time contract, which is what he wants right now. So, for that, they're not going to bring him back. (laughs) I'm a hands talker. Get off me. I'm a hands talker. I mean, am I the only one? No, I didn't think so.
1: (laughs) Babe, I'm just talking with my hands. Chill out.
0: I know, right? (laughs) People just always see me like, if I just go like this the entire show, a lot lot of hand talking. A lot, a lot of hand talking right here. Also, Rich Wolf, think, think, think there's Bounty Gate with the Broncos. I do not. There's, in today's day and age, I just don't see that happening. I know that some people thought with the hit to Jacoby Myers because Sean Payton was a part of it before in New Orleans, but no, I'm not, I'm not going to buy into that. Before we get into the next segment, any chance you get me some more water? Yep. I'd appreciate Rich that. Rich Wolf,
1: and then we also have one from Smash Raider. I'll leave this up here for you to answer real quick.
0: What up, my guy? Let's go, Raiders. I have a cousin who roots for the Broncos that owes me a Raiders jersey. Still has not paid up. He eats corn the long way. I mean, I'll tell you what. There's two ways that I know that he eats corn the long way. One, he's a Broncos fan. What? He should get him a shirt. Oh, dude. Smash Raider. How about this? If he doesn't pay up with, a, with getting you a Raiders jersey, you send him the link, chatsports.com corn, and you make him get a Broncos fans eat corn the long way shirt. Say those are your two options. Either way, you get to take a picture with them. Yeah, I mean, what was the bet? Just whoever won the game. That's a great bet. I was happy that I won my Raiders plus three bet that I put in yesterday. I did end up not betting the over under because of the rain. As soon as I heard that rain might get involved, as soon as I hear weather like rain, I will not bet an over under. I try not to touch it because it's just so unpredictable. Like, I just got an update here for storms are coming in this Bills-Jets game. Not bad. Like, that looks bad. Like, if I just look at that, that looks like it should be an under. Though, yesterday's Giants-Cowboys game, I guess that was technically the under as well. One team scored 40 points, but not not the pretty way that you were hoping. The most important thing, though, is Smash Raider. You make him pay up. The next question is, what jersey are you getting? If I could get any Raiders jersey right now, if I had to rank them, it would be Max Crosby, uh, near right. Jermaine Illuminor, Max Crosby, and then I'd probably go with a Devontae Adams. After that, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd get anything else after that, honestly. like, Because to me, Jimmy Garoppolo, I don't know if he's back next season. Maybe Aiden O'Connell, F it, right? Let's just rock those number fours. Now, I'm saying, somebody said Jermaine first, girls' dad. Jermaine's the player that I talk to the most on the team, and we always tell Jermaine that he's, he's a fan favorite here. So, Jermaine's uh, number 72. Got to rock it.
1: Dude, yeah. I would definitely rock a Jermaine Illuminor jersey.
0: I'll also say that if I can pick, I'll always pick, like, Raiders greats over current players. Yeah. Like, give me a Charles Woodson, give me a Bo Jackson. I have,
1: I have an auto jersey.
0: You do have an auto jersey. Like, those jerseys, to me, are timeless. Or if you need a 24 tri-van, maybe a 53 Def Jasper, we can hook that up, too. We can hook that one up, as well. All right, y'all, coming up here on the Raiders Report.
1: Girl's dad said, tell me why when Jermaine got that flag yesterday, I pictured you throwing the flag at the wing-eating contest.
0: Yo, I was pissed. I was so mad. I I was going to message Jermaine, like, last night, like, yo, man, like, great team win, but what the hell happened there? (laughs) I'll probably message him in a few days once he he's going to be beating himself up about that. I know how Jermaine kind of is, which I don't blame him because the one thing that he told Chugs and I that he wants to work on this year is penalties and then penalties in big-time situations. And it didn't get much bigger than that situation right there. But I'm appreciate, or I appreciate that you thought of the whole flag thing at the wing-eating contest. He was definitely thrown off a little bit. That was all Chugs' idea, though. Chugs goes, What do you think about this if we throw a flag at him before we start? I was like, you could try it, but that's a big dude if you tick him off, man. So how'd your event get canceled? Yeah, he...
1: Insert last dance meme.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. What up, Taino? Two more super chats, and then we'll get into the segment of my five burning questions leading into this game against Buffalo. Taino, shout out to the offensive line, keeping Jimmy Garoppolo clean. No sacks for a top five defense. Broncos game plan took out Garoppolo first and second reads with tight end and slot stunts for pressure to get home. But Jimmy G doesn't hold the ball or lock onto a wide receiver. I do think that the Broncos defense is actually a better unit than what some people give them credit for. I I don't know if they're a top five defense, but they have a lot of talent. They have some good young talent on top of that. I do think that they tried to make it tough on Garoppolo. They also did a really good job slowing down Jacobs and by stacking the box. But I agree with you. The thing that I saw that I think that I loved the most out of Garoppolo yesterday is, one, he's got like the happy feet where he's just like always like scanning the field. You love to see that. His ability also, though, to move in the pocket and go where, where I think, honestly, a lot of problems that carr had last season is when the pocket collapsed, he'd collapse. Where Garoppolo moves in the pocket a lot better and it, you know, makes me think a little bit of Tom Brady because Brady was never this super, super athletic QB, but had just such great pocket awareness to be able to move in and out of where he was going. And to me that's what was really and, impressive with Garoppolo. And yesterday. the biggest
1: thing we saw yesterday, and we had a comment earlier about, you know, how come he didn't just four speed Devontae? which I think that's actually a good thing because last year we saw so many times where, you know, even if he wasn't open, even if he was double teamed, they would try to throw Devontae the ball. Yep. Jimmy G. If you look at him with the Niners the past couple of years when he's been healthy, he's really spread the ball out a lot. You yep. know, Iuke, Debo Samuel, yep. Kittle, his running backs.
0: No, I mean, I agree. Also before Zahn, hopefully you're still here. I always think you know you, you get to know some people on a more personal level. Zon's dealing with he had a he had a death in his family, and Zon's with Mount Raider more here. He's one of the legends here. Him and Raider Ron, I mean, they're they're one of the biggest reasons why we do a lot of the crazy shit that we do. So if Zon, if you're still here, if you guys could send some love to Zon, I know he needed it yesterday. He had a really really rough day. He told me like you know he was looking forward to the Raiders game. Obviously they came away with a win. I saw some messages in the Mount Raider more chat so Zahn for me and Chugs man if you ever need anything please don't hesitate to reach out but even for people down in the chat right now show some love to Zahn he's done a lot for y'all he's done a lot for this channel here and you know at the end of the day like Raider Nation's got each other's back I think that's a very very important thing what up Greg Greg I don't know if you're actually from Danville PA or you're just shouting me out for being from Danville PA I'm not sure what up Raider AD is it just me, or does it bother you guys, too, when you hear someone say, Black and Silver, it's Victory Monday, LFG. It does bother me, because it's not the way that it is. And I, the reason why I love Raider fans as much as that I do, a few weeks ago, Jermaine Illuminor mm. tweeted out something like, Black and Silver. And as soon as I saw the tweet, I'm, like, thinking to myself, I'm Uh-oh. going to the comments immediately. Uh-oh. No, and I'm it was not. just like everyone silver and black silver and black silver like it's just one of those things that like national media people who don't actually understand that Raiders fan base when somebody says black and silver <laughs> it makes my skin crawl man it it really really truly does but sometimes that's gonna happen sometimes that's gonna happen all right y'all I think it's now what it's time to do
1: we actually have one more
0: we got one more J rowe also, I don't know if you guys know, every $5 Super Chat, you're entered in for a chance to win a Raiders Report jersey, courtesy of Brandon Jasper. We're going to sp- – I almost said we're going to spin the wheel. We're going to do a duck race at the very, very end of today's live show. Mitch Chugs, who should I pick for my Survivor League for week two? Can't pick the Commanders. Did so you pick you- the Commanders this week?
1: Do you, know what a, you know what a Survivor League is, You can only is, pick right? them one time, right? Yeah, so you, you go – one game at a time. Okay. And you pick a team that's gonna win this week. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. And then you each you can't pick the same team twice, and you keep on going week after week until there's only one person left, who's ever, whoever's in this like Survivor League. Gotcha. Um, I would go week. I was looking at the week two matchups earlier.
0: I mean, honestly, the team that I'm gonna go with is the team that plays the Commanders this week. I'd probably go with Denver. I think the Denver Broncos could beat the Commanders. I think that could, well, are you going to use Denver again the rest of the year? I don't know. Like, that's how I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it as teams that I could go with that I'm not going to pick for the remainder of the year. Give me the. The Texans against the Colts? Mm. It's a ballsy one.
1: Yeah. Give me.
0: Like, early in the year, I'll go for one of those.
1: Sneaky, sneaky pick here. Okay. Give me the Bears. I don't think they go 0-2 and they lose to the Buccaneers. A lot of people are overreacting, thinking the Bucs are really good. Okay. I'd probably go the Bears. Or my other pick, I'd probably go Dolphins over Patriots. <sighs> dolphins look really good.
0: They do, but Dolphins historically in New England. But oh.
1: uh, a sneaky play. Bears over Bucks because I mean the Bears aren't going to be favorites in a ton of games this year. Sure. I think they beat the Bucks this
0: week. Okay. Hey. Fair enough. I'm uh, I'm going to disagree a little bit with Chugs. I'm going to say Broncos at home over the Commanders would be a game that I'd pick or if you want to get even maybe go Texans over Indy. That's probably I, I usually pick the home teams in a Survivor League. I get the whole Bears idea. There's a lot of other games I'm more confident in, no doubt about that. But for a survivor game, I don't, I don't know how many time, more times I'd pick the Broncos. Taino, thanks for yesterday. BJ, Brandon Jasper, pray for you, Zahn. Good luck tomorrow, Queen. Everyone, bend the knee to Queen and hit that like button. Facts. Yeah, Queen. Uh, she's a. Uh, what did I read earlier? It was only clear, clear, clear diet for Queen Serato. Colonoscopy tomorrow. Yikes. I know. Not great. Search Chai. Sir I. Ciara is filing for a divorce after loss to Raiders. It's probably because she's realizing that they have more bathrooms than what Russell Wilson's going to be able to do throwing touchdowns-wise. I mean, I just I feel bad for Ciara. Imagine being married to that guy. He's just doing weird shit all the time. That's just what I picture. I, I feel like he's a weird human being.
1: He walks in the room. She's laying down on the bed looking like this. He's like, he's like all right, babe, one sec. She starts doing jump Jacks.
0: <laughs> oh, man, babe, I just.
1: I have to get in 200 crunches before I do anything else.
0: He's just weird. He's the weirdest. He, I think he's the weirdest player in the NFL. He's the most cringe player in the NFL. That's probably the more way to put it. Probably the most cringe. The most hated player in the NFL? You think it's Russell Wilson or do you think it's Deshaun Watson? Ooh. Or is there somebody else? I mean, those would be the two players I would say are probably the most hated players in the NFL.
1: Yeah. And then sneaky one next up. Eli, just
0: beca- Eli Apple?
1: Yeah, I was, People
0: don't like him.
1: I was going to say probably Patrick Mahomes. I mean, it's he's a guy where it's like, I feel like you either love him or you hate him. Even And if you hate him, you still respect him. But you hate him just because it's like the same with Steph Curry. You're like, God, like. Hate. I hate that he's good, and then he. I. Have to, my team has to play him.
0: That's fair. Some people are saying Kirk Cousins. I actually like Kirk Cousins more after watching the quarterback documentary. Like I, I actually like him more. Seeing some Watson. Dak's got to be up there. Dak might be number three on the most hated player in the NFL list. Also, as soon as I found out that Dak had to be put under for eleven hours to get a tattoo. Oh,
1: what! Wh- what an absolute! Soft move by Dak Prescott.
0: The amount of people that sent me that, I was like, dude, I knew Dak was soft, but now seeing that, it's the softest thing I've ever seen in my life. I knew
1: you were soft when you walked in.
0: (laughs) Really? You could tell?
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next segment on today's show, five burning questions going into week two against the Buffalo Bills.
0: You ready to get it going? Let me get one more sip of water. Oh, we haven't done that in a while. Jeremy Glugs. All right, here we go. Coming up on the Raiders Report. Raider Nation, what's going on? You're watching the Raiders Report. And Coming up here on today's show, I have five burning Raiders questions entering their week two game up against the Buffalo Bills. The way that I'm thinking about this is I obviously am on social media. I see a lot of top trending topics out there. And I've had a lot of people ask me questions over and over and over again. So the way that we're going to do this is we're going to go through the five burning questions. I'll give you my answer. And at the very end of the show, if I forgot anything, you can let me know what you're thinking. The first burning question going into week two up against Buffalo. Will Jacoby Myers play week two against the Bills? The answer is, I hope so. I would give this one right now a coin flip chance. And any time you talk about injuries, you never know what's going to happen. And then when you talk about the concussion protocol in the NFL, that's where these waters get a little bit more murky. I know a lot of fans want to see Jacoby out there because not only was he great during our Madden Sims, he was also great on Sunday up against the Denver Broncos when he saw 10 targets, brought in nine of those for 81 yards and two touchdowns. He was the Raiders' best player on the field from the offensive side of the football, which says a lot because of how talented That team is. It was Jimmy G's go-to guy in a lot of big-time situations, and he showed up clutch in the red zone. He is in the concussion protocol. He did leave that fourth-quarter game. I was told by a source late in that fourth quarter, and I said it live yesterday, that he looks to be okay, but you never know with the concussion protocol. I do really hope that you're going to see Jacoby Myers out there on the field. And you know what? Let's show him some love here down in the comments section. Spam number 16, To show Jacoby some love. I can guarantee you this. If you want a player to have your fan bases back. Doing little shit like this can go a very, very long way. I don't know if Jacoby ever searches his name on social media. He doesn't take me as that player. But if he does come across the show. I want to see him being like, holy shit. This team's got my back. Spam 16 to show some love to Jacoby Myers. Let's go to my second burning question here. On the Raiders report. Are the Raiders going to use Hunter Renfro and Trey Tucker in week two? Trey Tucker, the Raiders third round rookie out of Cincinnati, who they traded that pick to get Darren Waller, was a healthy scratch. The amount of pre-snap reads, the amount that we heard that the Raiders are going to use Tucker in pre-snap motion, this and that, the speed that he brings, the acceleration for him not even to play. That kind of rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. For all of our rookies to be inactive, that rubs me a wrong way a little bit. And then for Hunter Renfro, who saw 13 snaps, he's making $13 million this season. If you can't figure out how to put Hunter Renfro in the game, you should have figured out a way to trade him away. That way we could have saved that $11.6 million that we would have got, and we could have invested that money maybe to a defensive tackle that we clearly, clearly still need on this team. I love Hunter. But for Hunter Renfro to get 13 snaps and Christian Wilkerson to get 13 snaps, I think what Christian Wilkerson has done is phenomenal. I think he's a great story. He should not be getting the same amount of snaps as Hunter Renfro. When asked about it, Josh McDaniels kind of said, well, it's it's kind of how the game plan went out. It's not true. If you want to get a player involved, you can get that player involved. And sure, if Jacoby Myers is unable to go this upcoming week, I would imagine you're going to see more out of Hunter Renfro. But considering the fact of the year that Renfro had last season and then the early snap totals that you saw early on in this game with Denver, I want to see more of 13 out there on the field up against Buffalo. If anybody's planning on going to the game and the for the Buffalo Bills and Raiders game, and you're like, wait, I haven't got my tickets yet. Luckily for you, we got an awesome new sponsor here. Shout out to Game Time. And if you're looking for last minute tickets, oh man, I got a hell of a deal for you. This is an app that I have used in the past. And I think it's crazy how full circle this is. Some of y'all know me a little bit better that follow me on social media. Recently, I bought my fiance Alex, or dad, it was his birthday all the way back, what, August 26th? Raiders Cowboys preseason tickets, and I waited till the last minute because that's what I do, and I got an awesome deal on game time, and you guys can do it as well. $20 off with code RaidersChat. All you have to do is create an account and redeem code RaidersChat for $20 off. Download game time today, last minute tickets, low price guaranteed. Forget about planning months in advance. If you're a last-minute type of dude like I am, I think Game Time is an absolute game-changer. You can get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, all that type of good stuff. And for a city like Las Vegas that has so much to offer, Game Time's the perfect app. Like, when I go to Las Vegas, I don't like to overcommit to anything. I'll show up. You know, I already paid a lot of money for my flight. You're going to be paying a lot of money for your hotel. So if I just show up to Las Vegas, go on game time, and I'm like, all right, well, let's see what type of concerts are going on. Well, let's see what type of shows are going on, what type of sporting events are going on. Like, you can do all that and get tickets at a fraction of a cost. On top of that, when you use an app for a long time, like I remember when I first moved down here to Dallas, you know, I'm in a new city, you're trying to explore a little bit, and now having them as a sponsor – it's a full 360. It shows how far this show has come and it shows how much sponsors love the nation. So, if you guys want to show our sponsor a little bit of love and also show some love to me, make sure you download the Game Time app and use code RaidersChat to get $20 off. Awesome deal out there. So, one more time here download the Game Time app, create an app, and use code RaidersChat for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and receive code Raiders Chat for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, low prices guaranteed. Let's go to my third burning question here on the Raiders Report. Is Josh Jacobs rusty from missing the entire offseason? I do think that he looked a little bit rusty, and that's sort of to be expected. It's not because I don't think Jacobs is an incredible running back. It's when you're at this height, the NFL, where all these guys are incredible athletes and you're not at many camp, You're not at OTAs. There's a difference between being in football shape. And Jacobs did look a little bit slower and he even admitted it after the game that, yeah, maybe I am a little bit rusty. He had 19 carries for 48 yards and 2.5 yards per carry. But I do want to pump the brakes here a little bit on this narrative that Josh is out of shape. Josh is fat. Like, I have seen all that stuff on social media. You got to show out to what Denver did because what Denver did is they stacked the box against Jimmy Garoppolo in newsflash. I know a lot of y'all drafted Josh Jacobs in your fantasy league right here. I was one of them. This is what defenses are going to do. They are going to stack the box and they're going to say, you're not beating us with Josh Jacobs. We're going to make you throw the ball down the field with Jimmy Garoppolo. And if the Raiders don't learn that we need to stretch the ball down the field a little bit. I could see them having some problems moving it from time to time. But then also for Denver, think about what Jacobs has done to that team. And seven games, okay, seven career games up against the Broncos. Josh Jacobs going into that game, 721 rushing yards, nine touchdowns. Denver said, that guy ain't beating me. remember basketball? Any of y'all play basketball with the best player? You do a box and one? They essentially did a box and one on Josh Jacobs. They said, he's not beating me. So I will pump the brakes on the panic meter. Jacob's going to be fine. This offense is going to be fine. But teams are going to stack the box more, which will open up more for the receivers. Let's go to question number four. (laughs) Will Chandler Jones play this week up against the Buffalo Bills? (laughs) I I have no idea. Nobody knows. And what's crazy is McDaniels was asked, and he said it's in-house. They're going to keep it in-house. I said it before last week. I I don't even think the question is, is Chandler Jones going to play this week? Is Chandler Jones going to play at all this season? Like, I hope that he gets the help that he needs because he's clearly not in a great state of mind. I'm not sitting up here saying that maybe he doesn't have things that he needs to talk about or maybe the Raiders did something to him. I'm just saying the answer is never to air out your dirty laundry with your owner of the team, Mark Davis, head coach general manager. The answer is to never air out that dirty laundry on social media. And then he's dropping all sorts of slurs on Twitter. Like, you don't say the things that Chandler Jones has been saying if you were in the right state of mind. Like, you don't throw out racial slurs the way that he's been throwing them out on social media if you're in a good place. And I do think that that needs to be brought to the attention. Until Chandler Jones can get his shit together he's not going to be out there on the football field. This has been going on for quite some time, but he also needs to be able to look in the mirror, needs to be an adult, and needs to take accountability. I'm not saying it's 100% on Chandler Jones, but he does deserve some blame for some of this shit that is happening to him, and if he doesn't think that he is responsible... Well, then there might even be a lot bigger of an issue there. We still got one more burning question to get to here on the Raiders report. But if you don't know our programming schedule, we're going to be live every single Monday and Tuesday during the regular season, 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 p.m. Pacific. So set your calendar reminder. We're also going to be live for every Thursday night football game. This week, Vikings, Eagles, it's going to be a good one. And then obviously when the Raiders play, we'll be live as well. This week, it's an early one. So make sure you're up bright and early for when the Raiders and Bills play. We'll probably get that tailgate party started 10.30, 11 central time, we, an hour, hour and a half before kickoff. It's going to be a good time here, but this is our programming schedule this week on the Raiders Report. The final burning question, it's got to be this one. Are the Raiders contenders or pretenders with Jimmy Garoppolo? Watching that game Sunday, There were many times in that game where you're watching and you're like, oh, wow, like that first drive by the Raiders, sure it was an onside kick, but they went right down the field, scored a touchdown. Following drive, they didn't convert, but still went right down the field, scored a field goal. And then it was like two quarters of nothingness. But when it mattered the most, when it mattered the most, the Raiders went down the field, scored a touchdown, made it 17-16, to and then got the ball back, had a five-minute-plus drive, and it's the first time since 2000 that the Raiders had a drive over five minutes in a one-score game where they ended up closing it out. Think about that stat for a while. That's what Jimmy Garoppolo in this offense is going to be able to do. They're going to kill you slowly. And that's what Jimmy G did, and that's what the Raiders did. To me, this team with Jimmy Garoppolo, they are contenders. They're not pretenders. There is way too much talent on this Raiders team, top to bottom, and... You know, we're not even talking about the defense. The defense gave up 16 points. Church sure, the Denver Broncos, but Sean Payton's supposed to be one of the best offensive minds on the planet. Russell Wilson, before he came to Denver, was supposed to be one of the best quarterbacks on the planet. The Raiders' defense stepped up and didn't bring their A game, but they still came away with a win. So with Jimmy Garoppolo at the realm, I do think this team is a contender. I believe that they are a 9-win, 8-win team, and if they get lucky like they did yesterday and they get a few lucky bounces, they can win 10-11. to That's my belief in this Raiders team. So how about this? I see right now in our live poll over 2,200 people have already voted on this question, but I want to know from all of you that maybe didn't watch this live, how many games will the Raiders win this upcoming season? My initial prediction was that the Las Vegas Raiders I forget if I said they were going to win eight or nine games, but that's where I was sitting. After one game, Raiders are 1-0. Where do you sit now? How many games will the Silver and Black win this season? Before I leave you all, here one more time are my five burning questions. And if you enjoyed this segment, I'm going to do it again next week to make sure that you never miss anything going on around the Silver and Black. You're good. You can roll through them. To make sure you never miss anything around the Silver and Black I mean, and I need y'all to hit that subscribe button. You got to turn on those notifications. That way, when we drop a video, you don't miss it. If any news or updates, like breaking news, like Chandler Jones is going to be playing with this team again, or they're just going to get rid of them, we'll be live for that as well. We are the number one most watched Raiders channel in the entire world because of the fan base that we have been able to create. And that's due to a larger respect to how crazy and insane Raider fans are and how I feel like, man, we're, we're so much alike. It's insane to me. So if you haven't, Subscribe, turn on those notifications to be ready to party with the Raiders report all season long.